welcome back to the show. We are at the Cesar Chavez event today, hosted by Taros Health and Arizona State University. And our guest today is Peggy, Chief, Peggy Chase, the Chief um, Executive Officer and President of Taros Health. And then we're also joined by Therese Wagner. And Therese is a Deputy Chief with the Maricopa County Adult Correctional Department. Probation Department. Probation right. Department. I knew <laughs> I was going to get that yes. one messed up. So welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. So let's talk about the integration of um, probationary work and how Taros fits into that picture and how you work collaboratively within the community. So unpackage a little bit of what you do and what your responsibilities are, Therese. Sure. So uh, I serve uh, as one of three deputy chiefs at Maricopa County Adult Probation. We're part of the judicial branch of government. So we uh, serve the courts of the Superior Court in Maricopa County and we have about 1,200 employees and our mission is really around uh, reducing crime through behavior change. That's a mm -hmm. simple way to to say it. That's our value to the community that when we can work with probationers, most are felons, about 94% are uh, felon, uh, convicted of a felony when they mm -hmm. come to us and uh, so we work with them on a variety of evidence-based interventions to uh, change their behavior and their thinking, which will change their life and uh, reduce the crime rates and re reduce victimization. And so part of you know how that may connect to Taros is that we, uh, uh, over 53% of our population have serious uh, general mental health or substance use issues. Uh, we have about 26,000 active people on the streets every day that we are supervising on probation. So over, over half of those uh, come come to us with quite a wow. bit of behavioral health and you issues. Twenty six thousand. Correct. Yes. That's a lot of it people is. to keep track of. It is. It yeah. is a lot to keep track of. Yeah. We have uh, a well-trained uh, and diversified workforce. Uh, our staff are our greatest resource, and they do a phenomenal job. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and t let's talk about the integration with this, because Peggy, you shared with us just a few minutes ago, really the importance of integrative health. And how does that play in with um, a judicial part of your world and keep you in a very broad lane of behavioral health. How does that interplay? Well, I'm going to start off with, uh, you know, many individuals that have a substance use disorder have also been involved with the justice. And so we've been seeing individuals that have been involved with justice for most of the 50 years that, that Taros has been around and delivering services. So, so we've kind of peripherally worked together for many, many years. And so this was an opportunity as Taros Health started doing integrated care where we started bringing primary care inside of our behavioral health sites and really working toward treating the whole person, then that really set up an environment for us to really look at how do we do the justice piece differently. Mm -hmm. And so where you can already do physical health and behavioral health together, now if you can also see your probation officer at the same time all together and then you're collaboratively working together now you can even move forward even faster and more and, and better in your care and we found that there may be things that an individual shares with a probation officer that they don't share with their medical provider or with their clinician their therapist 
And so by being part of a team, then you're really now working toward the whole person. And what we're really hearing back from individuals that are involved with justice is that they really like this collaborative approach and being able to work on their health as well as their behavioral health and their change behaviors, as Therese said, uh, in addition to um, working through their correctional uh, issues that they're working through too. So it really brings it all together and we've got two different models. One is is where probationers are working inside of Taros Health um, sites and then also one where Taros Health has uh, a primary care provider as well as um, a behavioral health technician that are inside of the probation site. So mm -hmm. we're working it both ways so that the probationers can really choose which site works best for them. Mm -hmm. Well, and neither of these fields is my field of study or expertise, so I'm learning and really soaking in today. Um, my guess is this is a new approach. This is not something that is traditional within either of your realms, that you're kind of breaking new ground here. Is that correct? I would say as far as the co-location goes and really partnering on this project to really um, move our the probation population into being concerned about their health and, and taking care of their health, I think it is fairly new. I mean, there's been, you know, other projects where there's been a little bit of co-location, but I think this is going to stick. I, I wow. get get the feeling that, wow. that it's going to stick. I can't wait to see some of the tracking numbers and the results that come out of it on the other end mm -hmm. uh, in terms of just simple recidivism. Mm -hmm. And I would like to see that those numbers possibly get reversed. That would you be know, dynamic. One of the things that we work toward here at Cesar Chavez is the whole piece around diversity and inclusion and and. People involved in criminal justice are some of the people, individuals that have more stigma that is put on them than almost any other group. So this is actually a way where we're really working toward destigmatizing that mm. with them and really helping them to see that they can have a different life and that they can have a life that they really desire to lead in the communities. And so this partnership mm -hmm. really affords that for, yeah. for individuals. Beautiful. Well, let's talk about obstacles because anytime you take on a new initiative, there's going to be obstacles, there's mm -hmm. going to be roadblocks. Uh, what are some of the roadblocks or obstacles you've had to overcome and what are some of the others that uh, you're looking to overcome? Well, uh, would it be all right if I talked about some of the obstacles for our, our probationers first? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, and, and some of those really, um, before healthcare really started to rapidly change, most of our population didn't have healthcare, didn't have access to healthcare, and so really didn't have access to a lot of services unless they had the ability to pay on their own, or maybe there was some federal block grant funding or something like that. So that that's always been a challenge, and when healthcare started to change and has continued to evolve, which I say Taros has been a real leader in that. I, I you know I've watched from afar and been involved with them um, knee deep now, so I, I do see Thanks, that. Uh, but uh, w uh, for our population, it really started to change things. They, they were not even aware the law changed, so we had to educate. The law changed. You have the ability to get health care. We're going to help you. So we, we did a lot of work around that, mm. and then we began doing some health literacy classes to uh, so they could learn, you know, how do I how do I even get insurance? How do I make an appointment with the doctor? Uh, what is preventive care? 
what is women's health, what is uh, men's health, what is children's health. So we, we did a lot of work around that and what it resulted in uh, when we did a survey to prepare for uh, th this, the targeted investment project is that we set about 71% of our people had health insurance. So that, that was a huge first step. Sure. Um, so just those are some, that's one huge barrier, but I think we've come a long way with that. But our population is four times more likely to have a substance use disorder than the general population. Mm -hmm. And then again, all the behavioral health issues that they bring to the table. But as far as barriers with Taros and, and probation working together, I mean, as Peggy said, we've had uh, several grants together in the past and uh, have formally and informally uh, been working together. And also, I know a lot of our folks go to their shop and their, their folks come to our shop. So we've, we've already had a lot of familiarity with each other. But I think when you're, you're bringing uh, both two large organizations together, one of the biggest challenges is the communication piece, mm -hmm. uh, making sure everybody from top down to the bottom and all the way across is getting the messages and uh, being able to carry out the new mission related to targeted investment. Mm -hmm. So that's that's a challenge, but we're, uh, we're, you know, collaboration is not always easy. It's a nice, it sounds like a nice thing. It's a great thing because we are impacting people's lives in a positive way, but it, it just takes uh, stick, sticking to it and, and continuing to communicate and work through challenges. Mm -hmm. Well, and I'm hearing you from the probationary side mm -hmm. of it, it's not just checking a box and taking a test and making sure life is clean on mm -hmm. paper, it's you reaching out and being an advocate for them mm -hmm. in a mm -hmm. much larger scope mm -hmm. than ever before. Right. So, fantastic. Yeah. Peggy, you were going to say? You know, one of the other things that um, was really incredible and, in the, and it really goes to our teams around this is that uh, cross-training. And so, our teams would go through training with... Uh, probation and then probation would go through trainings with mm -hmm. us so that because the two worlds operate differently and so learning how each one operates as well for, for our people right on the ground mm -hmm. and being able to understand how each one operates and then coming up almost like with a new way to operate right, right. together yeah. and uh, the, the teams really put a lot of energy and effort yes. in it and I want to say that that's one thing that's been important with the collaboration like this is that it always takes energy and you can't ever stop the energy or the collaboration will go backwards mm -hmm. and so the teams that are are directly involved they've just really put a lot of energy and effort they just saw the benefit and then now they're really seeing the benefit Right. So they, they visualized it before it was really happening. And then now that we're live, they're seeing the lives really changed and impacted. Mm -hmm. So that really helps to continue to invest in it and invest energy in it. And then part of it, too, is having the right connecting people. Yes. And with both probation as well as behavioral health and and there's the peer supports that are involved in this pro project and they're kind of like the glue that puts it all mm. together so it really becomes an important piece that that's kind of secret sauce if you will yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> has been the peers yeah right. and i can add on to the with Please. the peer support that's you know, those are individuals that are got their have been where our clientele has been, and now they're they're in a place where they're mm -hmm. they're um, on the pro-social side of things, and and they're but they can they have relatable experience, 
and they are going into the jail. They are they are going into the probation lobbies, and into the Taros Health Clinic lobbies, and engaging the clients right as either wherever they are, mm-hmm. and uh, you know encouraging them to participate in in this uh, service. And it's working, mm-hmm. and it, it's it's working very well. I think it's a uh, the secret sauce, mm-hmm. and uh, and and I'd like to talk too about. Are we have I have for, um, three supervisors that are managing the various sites, and I just you know really want to give a shout out to them and the work that you know they bring they bring passion for the project, they bring mm. ideas, innovation, mm. and uh, really help provide the structure and and uh, really work with our staff to help them understand why this is valuable. But that didn't take very long for staff to catch on that that it is. So, but yeah. uh, three great supervisors really leading the way in our agency. Fantastic. Well, and it just elevates, as you say, it elevates that energy mm-hmm. and, and they really become committed stakeholders. Mm-hmm. They're just really going to go to bat um, when it's time to, to do so. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. What else would you like to share about this particular program and the collaboration that you have going today? One, one thing I, I'd like to sh- share around it is that um, the funding that came through, mm-hmm. so Access, the Arizona Healthcare Cost Containment System, uh, did write a grant uh, to the federal government and were awarded the grant for mm-hmm. the targeted investment funding. And because it does cost to launch a project like this, it's not where it's ongoing funding, but it was launch funding. And so we're really incredibly grateful for the fact that we had the ability to have some launch funding to help to put this project together. And I just, the other piece that I do want to share is that it really is about the life change and really seeing that with the people. And um, I'd rather call them people than that happen to be in probation. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that, that the probation doesn't have to be their name going forward right. because really what they're doing is they're moving beyond mm-hmm. the justice system involvement and they're moving beyond to living in the communities and to living healthy in community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and this speaks to really living your mission statement of inspiring change for life because that's what you're really talking about, mm-hmm. changing a life and in some cases giving them a life. So that's really yeah. worth living. Yeah, and, and I want to comment, too, on Access and their leadership around this project, uh, really um, developing a closer relationship with them and uh, allowing them to learn about us as well as us learning more about them and their leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've done a fantastic job with integration, but they, they really were... Uh, you know, through that that relationship came this project, and they they got it. They understood mm. the value of uh, really focusing in on this uh, this uh, underserved population, where they were b- being mostly served, unfortunately, was in the prison and jail healthcare, which is a very expensive way to do business, mm-hmm. and not it's pretty fragmented because especially in jail they're in and out so th- they bought into this and and uh, funded it frankly so yeah. uh, it's a really allowed us to uh, show you know showcase the value of, of doing that mm-hmm. 
Well, I look forward to hearing more about the success of this particular program and many of the successes that Taros reaches out to. And um, just, when, again, wish you continued success and keep thriving. Thank you both for joining us today and enjoy the rest of the conference. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kathy. Mm-hmm.